Hey, good people. Welcome to Tea Time with Tia, a conversational podcast about real life events on how to maintain your emotional and mental health, how to stay empowered, and how to be the best authentic version of yourself. I'm your host, Lentia McClary, a licensed professional counselor associate from the Carolinas. If you or anyone you know is looking for a counselor, feel free to search on psychologytoday.com. That is psychologytoday.com. Although I hope you find pleasure listening to and engaging with the podcast, this should not be a substitute in receiving actual psychotherapy. Let's dive in until our next episode. Hey, good people. Welcome back to Tea Time with Tia, motivational podcast on emotional and mental health and well-being. I am your host, Lintia McClary, and I am thrilled to talk to you today and share with you on some tips on finding the right therapist that is best for you. Living in a society where you live by everyone else's standards except your own is challenging and yet frustrating. You may be anxiously trying to be accepted into a society who may look negatively on your values. You may be depressed by constantly seeking validation in ways you may have never approved of before. Your personality may be enticed by distorted thinking and cognitive distortions, and you may be facing an identity crisis. These are just a few ways to how you may be faced with emotional struggles. No matter what you are facing, you can always go out there and find somebody so it can help you be your true and authentic self. I say that to say this because finding a good therapist not only helps your well-being, not wholly helps your mental well-being and your emotional and physical well-being, but it also helps others who see your journey, who see you while you, who saw you while you were struggling in your life and now progressing to a better version of yourself. But you may be wondering why it's important for you to have a good therapist. And I emphasize on a good therapist. Because let's face it, there are some professionals out there who are not as good or this might not be the right, right, excuse me, the right fit for you. Finding a good therapist is important because you need somebody that you can relate to and somebody who is also compassionate, not just compassionate about their job, but compassionate about, about you and your needs and your values. Finding a good therapist is important because you need somebody you can basically communicate with. Because if you can't communicate with that person, if you can't talk to that person, it's like basically trying to beat a dead horse. And you also need to find a good therapist because you, you need to trust that person. I mean, remember, you are putting your life in the hands of your therapist. And you're basically being an open book. And you have to have trust in that person and that person won't judge you, won't get the wrong ideas about you, and who will just accept you for the way that you are. Here is tip number one on finding the right therapist. First and foremost, know your purpose. 
Know the reason why you are seeking mental health therapy. You may not know right at the bat why you are seeking mental health therapy. Somebody may have encouraged you or told you to go see a therapist, maybe your spouse, your children, your coworker, your supervisor, but get a slight just occur or clarification of why they suggested for you to go see a counselor or a therapist. And if you encourage yourself to go see a therapist, what was your reason why? Are you struggling with addiction? Are you having a hard time getting over the loss of a loved one, getting over a breakup? Or are you just struggling emotionally that you just don't know who you are? Know your purpose. Tip number two. Also get a feel for what the therapist's personality is. Once you have done your research, which you can do on either psychologytoday.com or you can ask around with some good and loving friends or people who may have done therapy themselves. Get a feel of their personality. Get a feel of if they are open and they are receptive and if they are non-judgmental. And I say that because you don't want a person who was typically who's also guarded, whose personality is a little self-preserved, whose personality could also be a little bit selfish, and who could also be kind of one-sidedness. Because if your therapist's personality is something that you can't relate to, then you won't have that many benefits coming from that therapist. And this also vice versa. Also check your personality when you are approaching that therapist. If that therapist seems always positive and you just kind of want to be negative a lot, sometimes it may not coexist. Also tip number three, scheduling. Scheduling is very important, especially in my profession. Check to see if you are able to do 30-minute to 60-minute psychotherapy sessions per week or every other week or once a month or however you need to have psychotherapy. Scheduling is very important because some counselors can be very flexible and some of them have a set schedule because of the amount of demands that are coming from other clients. So check and see if you are able to be flexible or if you need something to have a be consistent Always let your therapist know and always see if you can arrange something in your own schedule to set that time for yourself to seek psychotherapy services. Tip number four, when looking for a therapist that is best for you, licensing and certifications. Licensing and certifications are are really crucial because sometimes you may need a therapist that is guided or trained in a particular area that you need focusing on. Um, like for instance, if you are struggling with an, an addiction, you're going to need a therapist who is licensed and trained in addiction or substance abuse. If you need just marriage and family therapy, you're going to need a therapist who may be just licensed and trained in marriage and family therapy. If you need pastoral counseling, you probably just need a counselor who's just trained in pastoral counseling. 
Or if you just want a counselor who is just flexible or holistic, sometimes getting a general counselor is just the best route for you. Some credentials to look out for or some licensing to look out for is going to be the most common one, LPC, which stands for Licensing license, excuse me, professional counselor or LPCA, which is licensed professional counselor associate. Both of them are particularly the same thing. That is one of them means that it's more advanced than the other. Or LMFT, which stands for licensed marriage and family counselor or licensed marriage and family therapist. The T stands for therapist. Or LCSW, which stands for a licensed clinical social worker. I'm going to take a pause right there. There's not many differences between a social worker and a counselor. There are some other theorists that can argue the differences, but I'm not going to do that on today's episode. The huge difference between a social worker and a counselor, in my opinion, is that a social worker does a lot of the community work. They provide you the resources and they make sure that you are safe and protected in your environment. And the counselor does a lot of the inner work within you, within your heart, within your spirit and within your mind. So I hope that makes kind of sense, you know, the difference between a social worker and a counselor. And here are some things to consider. It's a a huge cluster, and this is tip number five. Here are some things to consider when looking for the right therapist that is best for you. Age, gender, culture, values, and beliefs. Age, because sometimes you may want a therapist who is around your age, and could relate to your generational problems. Sometimes you may want a therapist that may just be a little bit older than you, who can bring you some wisdom and insight on things that you have not yet to understand. Or maybe sometimes you want a therapist who may be just a little bit younger than you, who can see things a little bit differently from a different perspective, and also gain some um, gain some wisdom from you and help you learn differently on your journey from here on out. Gender. Gender is a huge factor, especially for a lot of people who may have been abused sexually or who may have been harassed. Because some women are not just not comfortable having a male therapist. And sometimes some men are just not comfortable having a female therapist because they believe that, you know, the female therapist may not relate to men's problems. So if that is you and you're not comfortable with having a opposite sex therapist, then that is completely okay. It's just something for you to consider. Or if you want a non-binary counselor, then that is completely up to you and that's perfectly fine as well. Just do whatever you do that makes you feel comfortable. Now, culture is sometimes pretty huge. My personal opinion, for me personally, I do what is best on a person's characteristics versus their culture. But if you are more comfortable of working or having a therapist of your own background, your ethnic background, then that's completely fine. If you are looking for a therapist who is a little bit different than you, 
just to get a little bit more insight or see if their personality still matches up with you because personality is still important, then do what else is best for you. Values. Sometimes values are crucial when it comes to what did they, what are they finding that's really true and valid in life? Do they believe that there is more good than evil in this world? Do they truly believe that, you know, if you spread positivity and if you be, uh, be very more affirmative in life that you will succeed? Or do they value well, I can't really think of anything negative, but, you know, sometimes just looking at the positive and negatives of somebody values and beliefs is really effective when it comes to therapy. But on the flip side of this, sometimes the therapist values and beliefs does not matter when it comes to a therapy session, when it comes to the client's well-being, because in an ethical perspective, and then you're going to hear me say this all the time. In an ethical perspective, therapists are here for the clients and are here to honor the, the client's own values and beliefs. But if you as a client are looking for somebody, are looking for a therapist which, with similar values and beliefs that you have, also make that known by verbalizing that to your counselor or to other people that you are trying to do some research on a, on a therapist for I hope all of this is making sense. If you have any questions, you need to go, you can always feel free to reach out to me. And another thing to consider, religion. Sometimes religion is important. If you're looking for a Christian counselor, um, always look in their background to see what their beliefs are too, which ties into values and beliefs. Looking for a Judaism or a um, Buddhism or any other culture, um, sorry, not culture, any other religion, just always ask, it's okay to ask your client, not your client, excuse me, I am tripping up over my words today. <laughs> it's okay to ask your counselor or the therapist what type of religion background that they have so you can feel a little bit more comfortable with having that counselor and therapist around. Now, I hope you are enjoying these tips on how to choose the right therapist that's best for you. Um, if you're looking for any other information, any other things that you need to, to consider, especially when looking for a therapist that's a good match, visit www.verywellmind.com. That is V-E-R-Y-W-E-L-L-M-I-N-D.com. If you have any other questions for me, and I always welcome feedback, please reach out to me by email at lintia11 at gmail.com. That's lintia, L-I-N-T-I-Y-A, the number 11 at gmail.com. Oh, wait, before I forget, tip number six on finding the right therapist that is best for you, cost and insurance. If you have insurance, even Medicaid and Medicare, make sure that both the insurance company provides mental health services and make sure that the therapist accepts, is able to upset the insurance that you have. Also, if you're paying out of pocket, because there are many therapists, particularly all of them, that accept self-pay clients. 
see if their therapist provides a sliding scale and see if you're able to afford therapy services for each session. Again, thank you for tuning in. And I hope you are encouraged to look for the therapist that is the best fit for you. I'll talk to y'all soon, good people. Bye now. Thank you for tuning into Tea Time with Tia. Remember, you can follow me on Facebook and Spotify at Tea Time with Tia. Remember to always be the kind person that kind people like and want to be. Talk to y'all next time.